Welcome back to Dollars and Cents here with your business tech and gaming news. Uh, this episode, we're probably going to have a little more gaming than business. Of course, I'm going to talk about Lyft and Uber. I mean, how, how could I not? We're going to start off with Kroger. Kroger had a partnership, or has a partnership with Ride, with automated delivery service Neuro. This was something that they were testing out in Arizona, as with a lot of places. Now, the how everything worked, Neuro is a self-driving, fully automated delivery service. Neuro provided their own little vehicles. And there are little small vehicles, which it had just enough space for your groceries. And if you've ever used uh, Amazon's lockers, where you could have your items delivered to a locker and you'd go to the locker, scan your phone, and the locker door would open. Think in the vein of that. Little vehicle pulls up. It has sections for different people's groceries. You would go to your section, get your groceries out. They're actually, uh, they're done. I guess you could call it the beta. I'd, more so, I'd probably call it the alpha because they plan to expand. They're going to suspend it in Arizona, and now they're going to test it out in Texas, which is good. For those people that aren't familiar, things just don't pop up overnight and be everywhere. They start someplace small, then they pick someplace bigger, and so on and so forth. So, this is good news for people that know about Neuro, um, that are investing in self-driving tech, or people that are investing in Kroger, because Kroger is doing a lot matter of fact what is Kroger's stock at today which I honestly did not think to even think about uh, Kroger opened today at 2428 and also has a dividend yield of 2.3 percent in other news Turtle Beach has acquired gaming peripherals company Rocat. $14.8 million in cash. Now, this will help Turtle Beach to expand beyond headsets into mouses or mice, however you like to say that, and keyboards. Uh, Turtle Beach has been around for a very long time, and considering the growth of competitive gaming, it's definitely a good deal for them. Virtual reality rhythm game Beat Saber has surpassed 1 million copies. So, the VR game was released in May of last year. And a lot of people would probably say, well, that's it took them a year to hit a million. This is a VR game. This isn't a game on your phone. VR is still getting legs. So that, that is definitely an accomplishment for a game that really wasn't advertised and everybody doesn't have a VR system. That's a definitive accomplishment because I don't think no other VR game has accomplished that at all. Now, if you're unfamiliar with Beat Saber, Beat Saber, uh, take the Star Wars lightsabers, one in each hand, and think of, I think it was called Guitar Hero, on one of those games where uh, pretty much musical notes would come towards you, and when they get towards you, you would hit the right chord, or dance, dance, something like that, you would do the right moves as it approached you. Beat Saber's like that. When the 
blocks or what have you get close, you strike them with the saber. When you strike them, it makes a beat. You keep going to create music. That's pretty much the gist of the game. But it's VR, so <laughs> it looks incredibly different. Uh, Beat Saber, because of that popularity, will also be coming to Oculus Quest. Oculus is also growing in popularity and is becoming more and more affordable. I will not be surprised about the evolution of VR headsets, especially with some of the more popular gaming consoles. Staying on gaming for a minute, because it is a... It's a growing industry, and with anything, there's money involved and there's money to be made. <clears throat> Overwatch will be adding team gameplay to its Overwatch League. If you don't know, Overwatch League's already expanded, and they've allowed other cities like Atlanta, D.C., um, a whole bunch of other cities I've talked about on the previous podcast now have teams. For those of you unfamiliar don't think of it as just like, oh, a bunch of people got together and made a team. No, these are like sponsored, sponsored teams. These players get paid. These players get paid more than most people make in a year. They get paid salary. And when they go to championship games, these are championships for millions of dollars. Granted, they'll split it like, you know, five ways. But, I mean... Uh, splitting 2.2 million between five people. I'm completely fine with that. On top of, I already get a salary. You you have to think along the lines of that. But they're going to split it up like divisions, like we have with NFL, NBA, etc. It's going to be a specific, Pacific, and Atlantic, which will allow them to travel. Because they've already, like I said, they have cities in the U.S. They're going to play in actual arenas. Like, you know, Phipps Stadium or wherever the Miami Heat play, you know, things like that. They're going to play in actual stadiums and sell actual tickets. This is not surprising to me. To some people be like, man, who's going to? This is a growing thing. You have to think along the lines of Nintendo wasn't that big when Super Mario Brothers originally came out with Duck Hunt. Nintendo is huge now. Sega well doesn't exist in the gaming market nobody thought Microsoft could make a game system that people would care about and yet Xbox has blown up the games they make humongously crazy Halo was a phenomenon Warcraft is still a phenomenon these these games are huge in merchandising and everything you have to think bigger Think of what something could be. Don't think of it as what it is in your mind. Fast and the Furious Cars will be returning to Cygnus CSR Racing 2. This is a drag racing game and will also have Fast and the Furious themed events like Shaw's Pursuit and Hobbs Heist, as well as cars like the C-West Nissan Skyline GTR and Dodge Challenger SRT Demon. These events will begin on March 21st and will conclude on June 4th. Toyota plans to invest an additional $3 billion in U.S. marketing plants. Now, they previously planned to only invest $10 billion, and they will do that over a time period of 2017 to 2022. 
They will specifically invest $749 million into existing operations in Alabama, Kentucky, Missouri, Tennessee, and West Virginia. This will also require them to hire about 568 additional employees. Anything that will increase employment and grant people jobs is good. I'm glad Toyota is going to invest more money. Uh, like I said, that's more employment for people. Uh, anything that could help anybody financially, I'm all about. Hence the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Toyota is traded under TM. They opened 2019 at $116.28 a share. They have a 3.3 percentage dividend yield. Now, Toyota's currently current shares, sorry, stock is at 119.07. So, a little growth there because I'm, I'm pretty sure last Thursday it was at 117. It's all baby steps. Apple has acquired small machine learning startup LaserLike. LaserLike uses machine learning to gather masses of information from all over the web to deliver user-specific results. This would help Siri, which a lot of us have not heard about in a while because, you know, the only person we hear about is Alexa. Yeah, but it will help Siri become a better, better deliver personalized results which obviously will help them compete with Amazon's Alexa. PagerDuty is an eight-year-old startup that helps companies respond to IT incidents. Now, they filed their S-1, which means they have plans to become a publicly traded company. Now, PagerDuty was valued at $1.3 billion last fall, revenue of about $79.6 Loss of about $38.1 million, obviously. Now, here's where every company going public isn't a company to invest in. If I haven't made that clear in the Lyft versus Uber, you got to pick one. You can't have it. Can't have it all. Every company that's going public isn't going public because they think they're going to be awesome. Some of them go public because they need the money. It's that simple. Some of them go public just to give people a chance to invest in them and, you know, still make money. But, give you know, give the common man a chance to invest in the company that they probably already use the products of. But in the case of PagerDuty, they're a risk. They're, they're a company I would avoid. The biggest risk with this company is the lack of security. They're a tech company, but they already have, they've already been compromised before from hackers and cyber attacks. So going public is just only going to increase the chances of getting more cyber attacks. If you couldn't defend from them when you were private and people didn't really know who you were, going public just paints a bigger target not just on them they have information on companies and clients personal information location-based information 
we've already seen the news as it pertains to companies getting hacked and personal information slipping out. No, this is not a company. Anybody. If you choose to, I mean, go ahead. Maybe you know some. I don't know. But I, no, personally, I'd avoid that at all completely. Fidelity National Information Services, also known as FIS. I wonder if they call it Fizz. Probably not, but I'd call it Fizz for now. (laughs) Plans to acquire Wordplay for $35 billion. Now, World, World. Sorry, because I've been saying that wrong all day. Pay is a payment processing company. Now, they process over 40 billion transactions a year with 300 different payment types and 120 different currencies. And they're a tech provider. They're the largest U.S. merchant acquirer by general purpose transaction volume alone. Now, the thing about the deal, under the terms of the deal, which this is probably the first time this year I'm going to go into a deal in real detail. Under the terms of the deal, World Pay shareholders will get 0.9287 shares and $11 cash per share of World Pay. Now, FIS is shareholders will own about 53% of the combined company. They will be combining with World Pay shareholders with about 47% stake in the new formed company. Now, this deal will give Fizz great scale. It's going to give them great scale, larger global global presence, and a broad range of financial services, if that's not obvious from the 120 currencies and payment types and transactions of $40 billion a year. Now, this will also provide a lot of organic growth. Uh, somewhere between probably like 6% to 10% organic growth in the next two years. Uh, World World Pay traded under WP. Uh, they started 2019 off at 75, 75. And they opened today at $111.65 a share. If you can afford that, go for it. I mean, uh, I see nothing bad about this deal at all. Not one thing. Because it's a have, buying into a company that's already huge. When I say huge, the amount of subsidiaries Worldplay has is why they do 40 billion transactions. It's a huge, huge company. Awesomely fantastic, but it's a huge company. Uh, now, Fizz, which has traded FIS, their current value, uh, they opened today at 111.79. They started the year off at 101.43 a share. Uh, Fizz does have a dividend yield, unlike World Pay. 
of 1.3%. I'm going to jump back into some gaming news that I forgot about, and then I'm going to talk about Lyft for like a really quick second. Uh, I'm going to pronounce this wrong. Publisher Cow Tecmo America and developer Team Ninja will be launching the free-to-play version of Dead or Alive 6. Now, Dead or Alive 6 Core Fighters is available now on Steam, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and offers a limited peek at the DOA universe. The game will come with four base characters, Kasumi, Hitomi, Diego, and Base. It has online ranked battles and a handful of modes versus arcade, time attack, training, quests, you know, regular stuff. Now, you players will be able to unlock additional characters. That's going to cost you. The story mode is also going to cost you. So, if you like Dead or Alive, that may be something for you. You don't. Eh. But, you know, got to give you the news. Lift is up to something. I guess Lyft doesn't like their valuation. Lyft hopes to raise another $2.1 billion in its IPO before it launches, which nothing bad about that. Uh, rumor has it is they plan to be meeting directly with large investment funds this week to answer mm-hmm. questions or concerns about revenue, uh, rideship increases, all of these things that they weren't specifically clear about recently. You know, they did release more information. Uh, they did talk about the revenue being at $2.2 billion in 2018, up from the $1 billion in 2017. But they did take losses, uh, $911 million in loss revenue last year. smart idea you want to be at the highest value you can when you're about to go public especially when you know your competitor's valuation is 20 it's like 120 billion you definitely want as much as you can when it comes to your valuation so that's it's not really surprising news at all um uber is also going to be going public that's going to be in april lift will be coming out this time this time sometime this year it was rumored to actually be today obviously it's not i said this year i meant this month sorry (laughs) sometime this month so i will keep everybody informed about that if you are not following the dollars and cents instagram please do uh, we have a weekly episode called Common Sense. The recent episode, we talk about going from consumer to investor. Gives insight to, for people who be like, I don't know what to invest in. Uh, what companies do I pick? How do I pick a company? I, I, I talk about all that. Because, to be honest, it's a lot of common sense stuff that we make harder by overcomplicating it and it's not. So if you're not following the dollars and cents Instagram, please do. Uh, 
the episode is a, a Instagram TV episode. It's there in the news feed for you to watch. Uh, one is a two parts. The second part didn't come in quite right. I think Instagram was hating on my beard, so they blacked out the screen on me, so you couldn't see all the lusciousness of my beard on part two. But you can still hear me, and that will allow you to get the information you need. But this has been Dollars and Cents. Hoping that you hit that like button. Click that heart. I know it's a heart or a like somewhere on that podcast that you're using. Uh, I got to give a special shout out to everybody who's listening to me in California. Uh, I got to say that because currently California, the state of California, is the second largest state in America to be listening to me right now. A large chunk of my listeners are in California. So I really have to say what's up to y'all. I appreciate y'all very much for listening. Uh, as numbers increase in other states, I will give you all the shout out. But the only way that's going to happen is if you click that like and that share. Funny thing is, I actually plan to be going to California this summer to do something really special. So uh, definitely will give a lot of love to California while I'm in California this summer doing the dollars and cents thing. But as always, subscribe, share, like, and keep your mind on your money. Any money on your mind. Later.